Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Good evening, and welcome to Beware Spoilers. I am Adam. So, today we have a movie I was looking forward to, for an unreasonable, to an unreasonable degree, I would say. Um, it's a movie that I, you know, saw the, the trailer for, and I was like, oh shit, that's really cool. I'm a, like, I, I, I got a saying to people, oh, I'm a huge fan of this revival of the film noir that we have going on now. And I think going back to Philip Marlowe is a great idea because, like, we have, like, the iconic works of, like, Humphrey Bogart and James Gardner and all these people from the, you know, from, uh, my nose is a little stuffy, from, uh, what's it called? From, uh, what's the movie over here? From, you know, from the past, I guess, uh, who, who took these, you know, roles. And then we go back even further, back to the 40s and all of that, where we get the real boom of film noir before it, you know, died. And I think it's more of a wider conversation to be had about whether or not comic book movies are going to go the way of the Western or the noir, I don't think it will, and there's a larger conversation we had about that, but, you know, it was a big Hollywood trend at the time, the, the, the noir movie with the hard-boiled detective who was going to, um, you know, kick ass and, you know, solve the crime and, you know, probably get laid along the way somewhere, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, and then when you see this trailer, it's like, oh, holy shit, like, you know, they, they really nailed the aesthetic, it looks really cool, this, you know, this seems like it's gonna be a, a worthwhile, you know, kind of homage to that time period, and I was, so I was all for this, like, I saw this trailer, and I was like, cool, the movie is out, and it seems that the movie is kind of a... It, if you told me that an AI wrote this script, that they used, like, ChatGPT or something like that, and said, write me a film noir movie with, um, you know, with details from, you know, the various Philip Marlowe books, and, you know, have this happen, and this happen, and this happen, um, and then this is what was spit out, I would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense, because there's just something missing about it. Something small that, like... It's, it's the fact that, like, it hits all the notes that you would expect it to. Everything that you expect to happen in this movie is going to happen. Um, not from a, a plot standpoint, but more from a what you expect from a movie with this look and feel. And all of that works. It's just, it's missing the underlying resonance for why it works. It's like it's pulling from the grades without understanding what made them great in the first place. It's it's breaking the rules without understanding the rule for why you're breaking it. For lack of, I mean nothing nothing they're not breaking any rules here. Trust me, they're not doing anything too groundbreaking, but to, it, it, it's like that old saying where it's like to break the rules you must first understand and know the rule to be able to be like okay, so we're going to we're going to see this and then we're going to subvert expectations by doing this instead. This movie doesn't have that. It doesn't have the underlying understanding of 
what it is about these tropes that make them work. What it is about these lines of dialogue that make them work within the confines of this of this movie. Which is a shame, because that, I think, really drags down the whole experience. It's like, I was expecting this to potentially be this year's version of The Outfit. The movie with last year, Mark Rylance and Zoe Deutsch and, and, um, and Dylan O'Brien. Which I went into with zero expectations, but was like, oh, that's really cool. It's all shot in one location and all of that. And... I was hoping this would be that, where I was looking at the movie I didn't know was coming, and I thought, would you know, it might be okay, and and we'll see how that works, and it, it just, it falls flat. That's the problem here, is that the movie falls flat, um, because you don't have any deeper subtext. And I'm not saying that film noir movies of the past were necessarily deeply, <laughs> movies with deep subtext or anything like that, a lot of times they were intentionally not so because they're you know you know mass marketed movies and they were what we would look at today is like the comic book movie or the western or something like that where it's it was a cheap thing to make where to the point where when nightmare alley was made in 1946 i want to say um when that movie was made it was done with a budget which was an anomaly at the time where it's like the movie was made with money and it wasn't a cheap production and i think that's kind of like you know indicative of what we're dealing with with the genre but the the problem is if you look at what other film noirs have done and and what it is that made them great and what created the enduring kind of uh what's the word for you? like the enduring appeal of this genre where to this day we still get homages to it where it's like the batman was a great homage nightmare alley was a remake of a, of a classic film noir movie that you can get on the criterion app if you were so inclined to watch it now um but the fact of the matter is, we have all of these movies that are kind of doing that. And then for this one, which is just going to be like, screw the pretenses, we're going to do something new that's going to kind of be in that same vein. It, it kind of falls completely flat because it doesn't land what it needs to land. Um, I don't know. I mean, the set dressing is great. I love the costume. I love the set dressing. They really nail the aesthetic of like sleazy 1940s LA like that whole thing is nailed and Liam Neeson does what Liam Neeson does best and you know he's he's good in the movie and I think he's you know for a hundredth movie for him this is a great you know a great thing for him and, and good for him on hitting a hundred films but I just don't think the rest of the movie is that great uh, and, and the plot is things that keep you entertained I think the best thing I can really say about the movie besides the costuming and, and the set design and, and all of that which I'm a big sucker for is it's short. You're not going to be wasting a ton of time watching it. But at the end of the day, I think this is a movie that's probably best served if you were to wait to watch it until it hits home media. Be that on streaming or be that on DVD, whichever way you want to do it. I would say probably wait for it to go to Redbox um, or a streaming service. I would I would say probably don't buy it on DVD. It's not that good. Um, but it's definitely something that's probably better enjoyed watching at home instead of waiting for, you know, instead of watching it at... Um, watching in the theater and spending time there, especially when we have potential for other movies in the next few weeks coming out that could be better. Um, I would be interested to see where these, where this lines up, and, and, and you know, I'm seeing Emma and the Lost Quantumania tomorrow. I'm curious to see if I like this more or less. I would in, I'm inclined to believe, after re-watching the finale of Loki last night, I'm inclined to believe that I'm probably going to end up liking Quantumania a little bit better. Um, just as I'm a big sucker for Kang and Conqueror, and I think they're doing some really cool things with Kang, and I, I want to see it play out. But I would be interested to see what happens 
with this whole situation and how, how it all plays out. Uh, but, you know, if you don't want to see Quantumania because you've read the reviews and you think the movie's not going to be great, or if you, you know, if you want to protest the, the end of cinema, or, you know, if you want to, you know, just, you know, be that, that person, then I guess you can go see Marlowe instead. Um, I think Emily's playing in some theaters. It's not playing by me till next week. Um, but if there is anything you're going to see this weekend, and we're going to cover it over the course of this weekend as well, um, if there is anything you're going to see, I would say go and see the, the collection of the Oscar-nominated shorts, the short live action, and short uh, animated. I don't know if they do short documentary, too. Um, it's not the second straight year my theater doesn't have that option. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not being done. It could just be my theater isn't hosting that. Instead, they're hosting screenings of Strange World, um, which baffles me. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. And like I said, tomorrow we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Tomorrow morning we will be covering, um, what's it called? Tomorrow we'll be covering the new episode of The Bad Batch. And we'll be covering the, uh, the shorts uh, this weekend. So, until then, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.